what a penalty for a young lad now strolling forward. Owen Tudor Jones. I bet he 12 months ago, if he'd have said to him, you're going to need to take a penalty, son, at the Millennium Stadium from the 60,000 people, and you've got to score. We need your goal. But as I say, he's just strolled up there and keep your cool, son. Just keep your cool. Just and strike through it. Oh, I did it, Jones. Make your decision and do it. Welsh Premiership a year ago. Fires home the penalty as confident as you like. Swansea City are still in there. It's 3 all. Great strike, Rob. For a young lad, like I say, being asked, you know, had to score, had to score, and he did. Hi. Big hello to all you Longman's Football World fans. The millions of you that are out there. Not quite, eh? Not quite, but we're getting there. Slowly building a little army. I'm like Jared Butler in that old film, 300. What we lack in numbers, we more than make up for in strength and unity. And I thank you once again for your feedback, for your critique, opinions, uh, compliments, all good. Much appreciated. Uh, here I am. Just on the mumbles, the other side of Swansea. Some people would call it the posh part of Swansea. Uh, but it is a nice area, away from civilization to a certain extent. And the scene for this latest podcast. Been lucky enough to get myself in the beautiful Italian restaurant, Casa Mare. Just past the mumbles. Unbelievable spot. The sea is right, uh, right in front of us, the lighthouse, the views, it's a little bit windy, a bit blowy, but we'll go with that. And this is where I uh, I sat down with with the most recent guest, a man called Ferry Boder, a little Dutch magician. But first of all, of course, grazie to the Castle of Mare for letting us use the room. Probably the best sound quality, maybe not now, but in terms of the podcast itself, Real good spot, really well looked after, and it was good to catch up with the Dutch maestro, someone I've not seen for a long time, but, you know, as is the case with, with people that you get on with, as soon as you get back together, as soon as the first hello's out the way, the little handshake, the little hug, back to normal. So it was good chatting with him, reminiscing, um, seeing how he's getting on now. Ferry was a guy who first signed for Swansea in his mid-twenties. He came, he came from a club in Holland called Den Haag, or as he likes to call it, Den Haag. So if you do hear that noise in the middle of the podcast, he's not clearing his throat. He's not being disrespectful to me and you. He's actually just talking about the club that he used to play for. And he came to Swansea and quite simply, he was, he was breathtaking at times. You speak to any, any member of that, that squad and a lot of them have gone on to to big things in the in the football world. Ashley Williams, Joe Allen, Gary Monk, Jordi Gomez, Jason Scotland. Ask anyone to, to come up with a list of the best players that they've seen or played with. And I promise you he won't you, you won't be far off. He'll be at the top end of, of their list, that is for sure. And um it was all going so beautifully for him, playing incredible football. We get into it all and then Injuries, and we all hear so many stories about injuries and these sob stories. Some of you may think that I'm one of those, 
I've got to be honest, I'm the same. I, as soon as I hear people talk about how they could have made it as a footballer, but then they got injured, I switch off. But Ferry's story, believe you me, is, is very real. He almost had it all. Um, it was a pleasure to, to play with him. And it was a it was a huge shame what happened after this. This is a this is a conversation that is is not just for Swansea fans. Spread the word, get it out there, get Ferry's story out there. Of course, there's references to Swansea and and the promotions that we had, but this is this is much more than that. It's a good insight into those those glory days almost of of Swansea, um, but also just football in general. Good to catch up with him. Thank you to him for his time. Thanks again to the Castellamare. Enjoy the podcast. He likes to tell you if anyone will listen about his seven caps, his chocolate knees, his distinct lack of pace. Now it's a long shot. show on the road. Ferry border. welcome back to Wales, welcome back to Swansea, a place uh, a place that means a lot to you my friend. Yes. How does it feel to be back? <coughs> feels, uh, feels really nice to be back. Uh, not only because of uh, the football, but also the, the area, the good memories. Um, it, was a, uh, it was a big step in my life before I came here. Because I uh, have to leave my one and only love in football at Ado Den Haag. I need to go somewhere else. Yeah. I need to leave my home, literally. And uh, <laughs> uh, so I uh, I came here and make a make a big step and a gamble. And uh, the gamble was good. So you'd you'd been brought up through the through the youth team at Den Haag, yes. and then stepped into the first team. And you would have been how old when I, the interest by Swansea came? Um, I was 26. Um, we were relegated from uh, the highest league after we get promoted four years earlier. Yeah. Uh, we would get relegated from the league and uh, there was a, the, the club changed a lot at the time. No people from the Hague anymore, just people from the other, other side. And it was a little bit, it was not, not feeling like my home. And uh, I, uh, something said to me, you know, you need to, you need to move on and you need to uh, spread your wings, as it say. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So uh, a few clubs are coming, FC Zurich. Uh, Celta de Vigo, uh, Getafe, um, and, and, and Aberdeen. Yeah. So Swansea came up, 
and I was thinking, oh, Swans, yes, of course, I know there was a Dutch guy here, and uh, who was involved also with uh, me putting, uh, putting up here. So uh, I was invited by Kevin Reeves and Roberto Martinez. The scout, yeah. Yeah. And the first moment I met Roberto was a really, really good feeling because uh, he was thinking like a player. Yeah. He was talking about the player. Kevin Reeves was next to it. He, he feels straight away like a, like a father or a grandfather. I don't know. Yeah. But a really warm feeling uh, when I came here. And those were not people from this area, but they, they understand the, the, yeah, the, the way the way it goes at Swansea. So uh, they, uh, they, show me, uh, they show me some places here up in Swansea and uh, <laughs> we, drove, uh, langs, uh, uh, we drove across the, uh, some restaurants and we eat at the Hungry Horse. Okay. <laughs> Very really posh. bad, yes. <laughs> so they didn't want to spend too much money on you, did they? I, I don't think, it was my choice. Okay. They, they okay. want to take me to, uh, to the Ryan Street to have a good restaurant. I said, no, I want to have a big, big steak. Uh, we want to go to, uh, to that pub up there. And it was standing the hungry horse. Nice. Yes, and it was not really good. But <laughs> the, I just wanted to feel how it is, how people here are. Yeah. You know, that was important for me. Um, of course, you can show me the marina, but I want to sh- see also the worst thing in Swansea. I want to see the bad thing in Swansea. But at the end, it was the feeling that Roberto gave to me, the club, and uh, I thought, yeah, have to go. And it was also a good memorable thing of that moment because Roberto was also a player coach. Yeah. And I was thinking by myself, I'm going to test him if, uh, he, if he is honest to me. Because yeah, you're going to be an important player. It's not that I want to hear that, but I just want that I have a choice, an, a, a chance, an honest chance. And I came from the highest league in Holland to the third division in the UK. And it was not in my mind that I said, oh, I come from the highest league. So I have to straightway be the best player with the biggest attention here in Swansea. No, because I knew, I saw the level was the same as in the highest league in, in, in the UK. Yeah. So I need to work and, and fight hard for my, for my, for my spot in the, in the team, of course. But there was one thing, I just want to have number six. I don't care if it was number six, but I knew Roberto had number six as a, as a, as a, as a player. Yeah. And he not play without number six. So I said, okay, I want to stay. But uh, oh, he said to me, uh, I said, I, I'm thinking about, I don't know for sure yet. How can we? Make sure that you will sign for us. Okay, okay. I know one thing. Uh, I want a squad number number six. Yeah. Oh, why ferry? Number eight is a really fantastic number. <laughs> I said, no, 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 Gaffer. The number six or not. Oh, and then he was saying, okay. That means that I'm never going to play anymore. Yeah. So he retired at the moment when I came at Swansea as a football player. Yeah. So I think it was a good thing because um, as a player coach, like if you see Vialli, Ruth Gullit, they didn't were the best coach and also not the best player. You do both 50%. Yeah. And at that moment, I didn't realize that. I only was thinking to myself, look if he trusts me to get me in that team without him, you know? Yeah. So it was, it was really nice that he gave me that feeling and uh, I get the number six. And, uh, and also if I think and remind me back at that time, that was the moment also when he retired. So, and it was, uh, yeah, those are things that give me a good, uh, good feeling. So you, you know, we, we spoke briefly, I, I was driving here and just by chance thinking back how time goes quickly, thinking 2007, it's been 10 years, right? Yeah. Time, time has just flown by since you signed for Swansea. You were 26 at the time and obviously a really talented player. Um, why did it take until 
the age of 26 for you, not, not to come to the UK, to, to make that jump? Was it because you loved Den Haag so much and you just wanted to stay there, stay home? Yeah. Uh, why did it not happen sooner? Um, as, as I say, I'm a club football player. As you see, a lot of players, um, they, they, I am, uh, I'm, I'm not home. Another guy that have homes are homesick, but I have a good. I need to have a good feeling about people. I need to get. If I used to people, yeah. I want to have them around me. And uh, at Den Haag, it was normal. Yeah, it was a good feeling. But at the time, it did not feel good anymore naturally not feeling good anymore. I need to look for some, something different. I even was thinking about stop playing football. Yeah. If nothing come up, better than Adana Haag for feeling. Not the money, was not important. Uh, but uh, at that time, was really the feeling was the most important because I want to have joy in my football. And that was not at that moment. Um, now, the, the, the way I, I could go back uh, earlier, away, FC Utrecht, uh, PSV, <coughs> AZ Alkmaar, all those clubs show an interest and did an approach to get me, but I always said no. I signed another three years at Adel Haag. It's my club. My that, heart that, was green and yellow. That, that was going to be my next question. You mentioned clubs, Celta Vigo, Aberdeen, Swansea, but not really a mention of Dutch clubs. Yeah. You know, but there was the interest before that. It yes. wasn't that they thought you were yeah. too crazy. Mm, no, yes. In, Maybe. In, it's in Holland. It was, in Holland, they see me as a different player. Yeah. They say it also, very, you are a total different player in the UK than in, in Holland. In Holland, we played defending football. I was standing in front of the uh, in front of the defense. Yeah. I started off in, in central center half. Was not my position. I'm a more I'm a technical player with skills, with a good shot and with the brains. And at that moment, uh, I play not uh, on my on my level because I have to do things. Was not was not my thing. I need to kick people, yeah. spit them in the face. So and Dutch football a little bit slower, a little yes. bit, whereas you wanted that yes. rough and tumble. Yes, yeah. I want rough and that, but I want also play football. Mm. But in Holland it was only to play rough and kicking asses and stuff. I uh, get 15 yellow cards a season, a red one, at least one red one. Um, they call us the Bermuda Triangle to come through the defense of Adel Den Haag. Yeah. So if you, if you had me, you don't, you have a scratch, then you got the second one, you're bleeding. And the next one, you're laying on the ground. That was the feeling, but it's not my play, football. Yeah. It was nice to be part, to know what, what happened at that time. But it was all defending, defending. And my, uh, my, uh, my biggest quality is uh, set people in front of the goal and score, score goals. And that have all t- uh, it all depends with, uh, with trust, of course, uh, and confidence. And uh, so when I came to the UK, I was a little bit shocked when I was asking the ball from the center off. He played me the ball and I was looking behind me. Nobody was there. All the midfielders and the defenders were then going back to their box and waiting for us, standing like, like bulldogs up there. So, yeah. hey, that's nice. I can play football. I can dribble. Yeah. Then at that moment, I was too rushed because I always went forward, forward, forward. Yeah? In the beginning time, my first few games, I uh, give someone a headbutt. Uh, with Brian Stock. Yeah. yeah? yeah. And uh, get uh, three games because it was still in the game of me because I was thinking, UK is only kicking. And, but I try to understand what it did wrong and what it can do better. But how can, how can I use the space on the midfield? So then we, whatever, Leon Britton, Darren Pratley, uh, uh, yeah, he, you were involved, Owen, um, uh, Joe Allen, Jordi Gomez, all midfielders who want to play football. They got all something special. So um, then what you're going to do, you're going to make a plan. You know, if, they, if this defenders and the midfielders going back in their box, you're going to keep the ball until they come out, mm. you know, like honey to bees come out. And from there, is, 
quick switch in play, trying to find the wings, like for example uh, Nathan Dyer or Thomas Butler, and then they do the rest and score a goal. That was the that was the the treatment we give to the to the you know to the way uh, to the to the to the other team. Yeah. And yeah, that that was a really nice uh, really nice time. Uh, that was comparing me as a different player in Holland. I remember the time where you did sign. I think I was on holiday in Florida, and you know the days of having mobile phones where you check uh, the news every day, Twitter and stuff like that. It wasn't there, so I remember going on the computer and just finding out what's going on at Swansea. I think I'd been out injured for the season previous, <coughs> was kind of coming back, but it would take another couple of months, <coughs> and then just seeing the headlines that Swansea have signed the Dutch Roy Keane. Dutch Roy Keane, yeah. Dutch Roy Keane, yeah. That was, that was the comparison. And obviously, to start with, you know, occasionally in football, you, you look and you think, hmm, this guy, this guy plays in my position. What yeah. does this mean for me? And, and you start thinking of the implications. Um, am I going to be able to get back in the team? Um, but I think you would have missed out that period. Maybe this, because your first season, we got promoted from League One, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Roberto's first few months was... Like the, that tough period where he wanted the team to play football yeah. out of the back, but the guys weren't quite, you know, it doesn't happen overnight, does it? No, so no. So the supporters no. who have been spoiling Swansea for years, yeah, they weren't used to that. And I remember them being frustrated and, and this and that. And then, but we needed guys like you to come in and really understand Roberto's way of playing. Did you understand at the time that you were a part of something quite special in, in terms oh, yes. of changing the way of playing? You see the the goosebumps. If you t- talk about it, seriously, I am I'm here now for the last nearly 24 hours up here now, and I'm half of the time I'm goosebumping because I'm thinking about memories and t- talking about people. But yes, I um, um, at that time we yeah the the, the understanding of the uh, understanding of the game. You mean yeah yeah yes because if you um, Roberto get players in, make a good mix of British players. Uh, guys from Trinidad Tobago, killers mm. and one defender, and with experience, for example, and then the midfielders, Dutch people. So we had a good mix, and but you have to, you have to, have to fit each other. Eh? You have to, and I think uh, uh, I have a, I always played football on the floor, yeah. And I think Roberto think by himself, if we do the same as Portville, as uh, uh, Doncaster and stuff, long ball. Headers and Lambo there is not his style. He wants to make his style, you know, switch and play, tiki-taki. And uh, uh, for me, I didn't have to learn it because I grew up with it, yeah. play football. If our goalkeeper had to kick the ball forwards, yeah, you get a shout from the side. Now the goalkeeper has to play football also. That's why Doros was a big, big, uh, big key player in, in, in that team. And <clears throat> not scared to play football, good shot. He was from Natalie, he was normally a football player. He was 16 years old, he started off uh, keeping. Yeah. And um, no, for, for me, it was not difficult. It was just, uh, I need to, uh, need to get used to that I finally can play my football as I used to be when I, when I grow up. And that's, that's, that's different than the understanding of the game. You, do, you don't have to speak each other's language, body language says enough and what you want you know what's your what's your favorite memories of that that first season league one where it took a little bit to get going i, I yeah. think we lost our first game at oldham oldham yeah um you know you had a couple of sendings off and stuff like that but what's 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 your favorite memories is there a couple of games um <coughs> yeah 
there was uh, now as I, uh, I I think there were a, a couple you know it is of course good to say if you score a goal yeah but uh, there were a couple of games and it was uh, it was the game uh, uh, against Port Villa away yeah uh, it was freezing uh, it was uh, uh, you know we are playing in the black and green shirts uh, we win the, the, the game away and I scored a goal and it was a goal that if the atmosphere in the team is not good they they will shout me they will ban me from the team because yeah. I scored a goal Tommy Butler shoot underneath the, the goalkeeper and he rolling towards the line I was thinking hey I'm gonna run to that ball. I'm gonna give the last touch because he went in already. Yeah. Everybody stop celebrating and I'm running, running. I make a sliding tackle just in front of the line. Put, just touch him. him. And took I was, his goal. Yeah, took his goal. And you know, everybody was laughing about it. And uh, uh, and we played that game. So uh, the the you know we 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 doing business up there yeah. because we're gonna take the three points. Job done. Yes. Doesn't matter who scores. Doesn't matter. Uh, well, apart from yes. you. And it, it was fun. To you. Yes, <laughs> I did it really. I had uh, I had the feeling I could do that in the game because it came up in my brain. I said, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a... So you're not scoring just to, just for you to get the glory. It's more no. to have a laugh with your teammates. Yes, of course. So you yes. can turn to Tommy Butler and yeah. say, unlucky mate. Yes, yes, that's what I said. And Tom said, fucking hell, fairy man. Yeah. Unbelievable. You know, and he was laughing. And uh, the Spanish guys give me a name, El Butre. That What's means that? the 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 gear, the El, um, uh, like a selfish guy, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. El Butre is a player from Real Madrid, Butraguinho, mm-hmm. and uh, his name was El Butre. He scored always like goals like that, and they hate him because of that. <laughs> and yeah, that was so funny. And I think it was of, after the game, it was so simple. And uh, Tommy Butler uh, was uh, shouting, "Above the law, we are above the law. Yeah, we can do everything we want." Yeah. Both is above the law. Yes, yes. And, 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 and Jason Scotland, he was saying in the dressing room, Bonaman, we can go on holiday. No matter what, we're above the law. Let the reserve play these games <laughs> the rest of the season, yeah. you know? And yeah, this is um, amazing. It's amazing. Did, did, did you expect from speaking to Roberto, you know, we both know that he's a very good talker. Um, you know, it's no surprise that you would have chosen him as your manager as opposed to managers from other clubs that, that were interested in you. Did he tell you and describe to you the dressing room? Did you come over to this country expecting to fit in and, and have these these characters from all over, but you know, that core British yeah. group of players that made guys like you feel welcome? Yeah. Um, how, uh, the, 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 if, I, if I expected that? Uh, no, I did not expect it at all because I thought I'd come there and uh, uh, you know, you're always nervous when you come to a new game. Mm. The, how good you are or uh, uh, how big mouth you have, doesn't matter. I think you have always, if you come somewhere, you need to adjust yourself to, to them, you know. You need, uh, of course, you come into your role, you get your own things, of course. But uh, I came in and uh, I thought I let it all come over me, you know. And uh, I'm not going to do things what they like, no. It's not, uh, you know, but... Uh, you know, just give give them something, you know, and give them something new. What, what I'm think, how I think about things. Yeah. But the dressing room, yeah, the the, the atmosphere was really good. So, uh, if you be if you if you are your, if you be yourself, then uh, then you are a good person, I think. And that were all the players, no matter what. Were the were the nights out um, new to you? You know, seeing yes. seeing the boys sometimes go a little bit out of control. Oh. 
unbelievable, yes. Yeah, big shock to your system. Yes, 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 yes. Because in Holland, we didn't go out with a whole team. Yeah. Big groups, always groups. Clicks. Yes, that's, that's difficult. But of course, in the UK, you have it also. But for me, it was a UK thing. Yeah, nobody does in the UK. Yeah. But at Swansea, we went out, not always with 30 people, but it happened sometimes with a big group. Eh? We always came together. TGI Friday, Revolution, Pitch and Pianos, Oceana, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, it was, it was a really, really, really nice time. And uh, I learned a lot here about Jager Bombers, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Jager Bombers. And, and, a, and, a, and a straw and a Smirnoff, you yeah, know? The bomber. Yeah, the bomber. <laughs> there was one guy who was really good at it. And uh, no, it was really good. And I've retired, right? Oh, oh yeah. I had to retire. It made me ill. Yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I do hold the world record, but it's yes, unbelievable. To, I had yeah. to quit. Yes, you were really good in it, and you learned me. Yeah. You learned me. <laughs> so <laughs> that was really nice. And it is, I t- those are stories I tell in Holland about Swansea. And I'm, I'm, I'm not a party animal, to be honest. But they, yeah, how is it possible? They, they, the guys make you a party, party animal, you know? Like on the pitch, in the dressing room, out of the pitch. Uh, at the game, Secret Santa, for example, yeah. yeah, taking a piss out of each other. I get a really big bag of cotton wool. I get a Playmobil airplane with Roberto Martinez picture on it with a, and me <laughs> that's sitting that's as a passenger. <laughs> yeah, like because you you boys taking the piss out of me of because I always went back to the, to Holland. Roberto yeah? always always allowing you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, he allowed me, and that tells something about also the atmosphere. Uh, if I don't see it wrong. They take the players take me as I am. The, I had big credit by the players, but we have all give each other a lot of credit because if you nowadays um, uh, you see, the, I, I didn't take advantage of it. You know, it was just me. Yeah. I needed to go sometimes back, and yeah, I told Roberto also uh, when I had my first red card at Brian Stock and Bonner, Graham Jones and uh, Martinez came uh, came to me after the training the next day. And uh, Kevin Amankwa came to me. He take me out tonight. I said, oh my God. Yeah. The players all, uh, you know, give me a, a shoulder, you know, a smack on the shoulder from, come on, keep your head up. And yeah. I think, hey, in Holland, they kill me if yeah. I had a red card with a headbutt and hey, we, we, we losing the game. Because of me, we lose the game. Yeah, because I have a headbutt, stupid. Yeah. But they, they, you know, they give me the good feeling that it was okay. So, <coughs> um, uh, the next day, uh, Martinez and uh, Jones, J- Graham Jones came to me. Ferry, we, can we have a talk with each other? I said, yes, of course, you're the boss. So he said, okay, Ferry, um, now uh, I think you will get a big res- uh, suspension. and um, we, give you, we need to give you two-week wages fine. Yeah. He said, what does it mean fine? Yeah, just like uh, you need to pay a fine. It's like a, like you if you drive to traffic lights red, then you get... <laughs> oh, okay, I need to pay money for it, yeah? And... Uh, you have to two pay two week wages. Pound? Did you think like a through the traffic lights maybe thirty? Yeah, 60 maybe pound? sixty pounds. And he said no, two week wages. I said, oh, okay, okay. Uh, then I said, uh, okay, it's normal. Uh, but I uh, I gotta call Jackie and uh, the club secretary, of course. I said, Jack. Uh, then I gotta call her if she book a flight for me to Holland. Oh, why? I said, yes, just uh, uh, you take two weeks, which is fine. So I'm going to go on holiday at home. I don't get paid, so I'm not going to play football. That's in the contract. Yeah. He said, no, 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 fair. That's not mean. You need to stay, and two weeks is fine. That's, that's the that are rules. Ellen Tate before, they had answer. I said, but I'm not Ellen Tate, and uh, then I go back. But this Bonner, wow, you are, you are so mad, you Dutch, <laughs> Dutch prick. That's what he said. And I said, and at that moment, 
they talking each other, having a small talk. Yeah. Said, okay, Ferry, just say you had a fine, but you don't, be, else, yeah. you don't get it, <laughs> but you stay here. I said, okay, it's good. Yeah. I want to do something. I yeah, want to yeah. clean boots or something. I said, no, 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 no. You get two week wages, fine, like this. <laughs> so I didn't get a two week wages, fine. But next time, be aware, it happened again. Yeah. Then you need to ferry. He said, okay, okay, go for it, thank you. It's good. So I get three games, two, uh, two games are like if you get another run. Yeah, yeah. And uh, December came on. And I was thinking about fireworks on, uh, on the 31st of uh, December in Holland. It's a big thing. Do you, know, do you know what? I know what you're going to say, and I'll okay. let you carry on, but I opened it up on Twitter saying uh, I'm going to be doing a podcast with Ferry Boda. Anyone's got any questions? And one question was, you got sent off against Leeds. Uh, was it to get Christmas off? So carry on. Yes, 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 yes. It was maybe some, something like that. It was Subconsciously. Yes. Maybe. My family was over. Some family was over, and I was thinking to myself, I like firework. In Holland, the 31st of December, we have firework and food and, and drinks and the 1st of January you are off in Holland. But we need to travel at the 31st of December to Swindon yeah. to play a game at the 1st of January. I thought, no, it's not possible. So I was thinking, I was calculating a little bit <laughs> and I tried to think, you know, if I get a yellow one, I also suspend it, but it come a week after. Yeah. So I was thinking, no, I need a direct red card. <laughs> But it's also difficult, but uh, I do it maybe in the last couple of minutes when, the, when we... But no, <clears throat> the, it was a rough game, to be honest. I, yeah. I had a straight leg at uh, one of the midfielders at uh, 35 minutes or something. I get a red card and I was, shit! And I said, yes, yes, yes. And I think, so you're putting on a sad face, but yeah, you're thinking, yes, yes, yes. smacking on the floor, you know, smacking <laughs> on the floor. And normally I should be proud that I had a red card, but no, not. No. And <clears throat> it's, it was just... Like and and thank God we we win that game. And Roberto uh, called me the day after. Uh, so sp spoke to me the day after. Oh, Ferry, you're lucky because uh, the red card is coming in the fourth of the fifth of uh, January. Yeah. I said, huh? <laughs> so I needed to have a backup plan. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I said, no, 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 Ferry. Now you're you're suspended. You have a suspension now. I said, oh, unlucky. But he knew, you know, the way I am that you needed a bit of. Home time. Yes. Just to recharge your batteries. Yes. So, no, I get a suspension also three games again. So, uh, but they were quick gone. It's funny how you're saying that Roberto let you off the fine. Because when I, when I played up in Scotland, playing for Inverness, and um, Terry Butcher was the manager. And the players used to sometimes call me, oh, I'm Butcher. Mm -hmm. As if I was his <laughs> yeah, son. Yeah, yeah. He, used to, oh, yeah. he used to look after me and stuff like that. And first red card ever in my career. Uh, terrible tackle by a Kamanaka midfield player. Oh. And I got a headbutt, like oh, you against yeah? Brian Stock, Doncaster, <laughs> headbutt, and then just a shitty left hook, and then just started walking, knowing I was getting oh. sent off. I was the first and only time the red mist really came over me, real angry. It's not you, it's not you. Not me at all. Anyway, got angry in the dressing room, blah, 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 got out of the system. Monday comes, the gaffer calls me into the office, Terry Butcher. And I was going in, I was going to go in to apologise to him anyway. And he sits me down and he says, you know, I was so angry with you, Jonesy. Uh, I was uh, speaking to Rita, my wife, and I was saying, <laughs> oh, I'm going to punish you. I'm going to punish Big Owen. He's let me down. Uh, so he said, I've brought you into the office now and I, I'm going to give you the option if I'm going to fine you two weeks wages or one week's wages. And in my head, I'm thinking, which one do you think I'm going to choose? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I'm not going to pick two. You're going to punish yourself. But then he, he then goes, but I've decided last minute I'm going to let you off because you've never done that before. And so there was no fight. Oh, yes, good, eh? yeah. But I didn't have to lie to my no? fellow players. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a nice feeling, eh? It's a nice feeling to know a manager. Listen, I've been on the opposite side where managers don't really like me as a player. Mm. Uh, and, you know, those kind of managers, they want any excuse maybe to find you or to, to get you out of the club. So it is, it is a nice feeling to be loved. Yeah. And, uh, you know, going into the second season, promotion from League One to the Championship, a jump up. You felt you were ready. You felt you were in a team that was ready, yeah? yeah. Even though, actually, there was big doubts, wasn't there? You know, guys like Tati, yeah. they'd always, there was big clubs in the championship, so there's obviously going to be that, that yeah. question mark. Yeah. Yeah. How did you feel going into it? <coughs> now, I was a little bit shocked. The first game we played Charlton Athletic away. I remember, yeah. Pff, the most difficult game I ever played. Because, uh, first of all, I was not really fit. Yeah. Because there was something happening with Derby, Derby County and, and uh, Swansea and me, myself. First time... Uh, we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah strange situation it was. Mm. Um, but uh, the, the Charlton game, uh, I had an injury on my, on my, uh, my stomach here. Yeah. And, it, uh, and uh, Oscar Brau put in it away. Yeah, Spanish... Uh, wouldn't call him a physio, he was self-taught, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, medicine man. Medicine man, he practised giving injections on oranges yes, back um, in Spain. Yes, unbelievable, <laughs> yes, it is, yes. So, But he did it, he did yeah, well. Yeah, right? he, was, so, he was brilliant. He was amazing. So, <clears throat> I started off in the game, and it was totally different than the, the, than the Dutch game, because this was really level up than Dutch Eredivisie. And the League, and league One. And, and, and the League One, definitely. And there were some, you need to, again, you need to adjust... The, uh, yourself or you need to uh, get used to the playing style you need to find other solutions and uh, I react really quick after uh, after two games it, uh, I was settled and the, yeah it was uh, you, know, you just set set your head uh, up and then but there were big 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 teams as uh, uh, for example you uh, how do you call it Fernando not Kauto but Ibridge uh, Town was uh, was Ipswich. A, yeah, if, if, uh, which the name of the clubs? No, there was one player there. I was really like him as uh, Campo, Ivan Campo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking Ivan Campo. I play against him. It was nice. Yeah. I l- I look also up to players, you know, and uh, and bigger lots, fitter, stronger. Definitely. Uh, because in the, the league one was more a, talent. Yeah. The, well, the, the, obviously physical in League One, but the championship was a, a level up. So, they were bigger. They were stronger. They yeah. were quicker, weren't they? Clinical. Mm. Yes, like for example, the the guys from Redden. Uh, the, uh, the, the 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 little brothers, I don't know the hunt hunt yeah yeah the two hunts the one Steve with the curly hair and the other yeah, yeah. yeah they are mad but they, if they give give them a ball it's a goal you know don't give them any chance so that was uh, so you have to be prepared they are always smart players give them a chance uh, Birmingham City uh, uh, was was the name of Joe, uh, the striker at the time they they I remember they had an experienced team Kevin Phillips. Phillips, yeah, there was loads of them, wasn't so, there? It was a player, like, it's just, but it was really nice. And I, <coughs> I think by myself, uh, you talk about players. Think by yourself, you do we adjust? Yes, we go, we we were a team. We can we can pick up every game. We played against uh, the first season against uh, Levante, uh, Spain, a Primera Division. We play against Dutch teams. We play pff, as a team. As long as you're a team, then you can do whatever you like. Seriously, you can play every team. You um, you mentioned all the midfield players that we had. 
at the time. So there was you, Leon Pratt, who generally start, started. Jordi Gomez, Roberto found a, a place for him in the team because he, he was quality. And then you had myself, Joe Allen was coming through, Chris O'Leary. What, what, what were your thoughts in terms of any animosity um, from players in your position? Because sometimes it can happen, can't it? Mm-hmm. Animosity? Like, did, did you ever feel, uh, this guy this guy is jealous of because I've, I'm taking his team. Did you ever feel, not me personally? Uh, no. You know, we, we were a squad, weren't we? There wasn't really that, no, no. that bitchiness. No, because just... Uh, there's a nice question you told me because again goosebumping moment because it's strange to say but uh, no I I really really you were the one was said to me at a game Ferry you're amazing man you're ama- that's what you say and you didn't say it because you say it you know you say it because of your you're feeling it and I was not amazing but you think I was amazing and I was thinking you were amazing that you say something like that and it was, uh, you know, there were only plays for three, of course, on the midfield. Yeah. And, and it, uh, you could stand there also instead of me, of Leon or Prattley. Seriously, definitely true. And uh, Joe Allen also. Uh, but at the time, if it goes well in a team, you got a midfield and everybody's talking about. And I think Roberto was a good uh, people manager. Huh? Like, yeah. he's good for everybody. And you were, same love, you were loved also by the supporters and about you and your teammates because the person you are yeah, uh, uh, as I am and it doesn't matter if you play games yes or no just for yourself feeling for, you know. but everybody was proud to be involved I was proud to be involved I was injured for two and a half years I was proud I, f- I, I was responsible for the promotion to the Premier League I feel yeah. but I was not but yeah, I yeah, am you played your part yeah, yeah? Um, the only I didn't notice back uh, <laughs> with, uh, with the bonus square <laughs> bonus share <laughs> Eh? But I don't care. I was still share, share, eh? I was still part of the team, yeah. even if I was not playing for two and a half season. Yeah. Yeah? Because I had a role. I had a role in the dressing room. Yeah? I had a role if I see Joe Allen pushing up. And um, I didn't think about wages up. I didn't think about bonuses. No, I just thinking about if we stand there, I, I be part of that time. Yeah? Yeah. Even if it was not there, I can say, yeah, boys, we promote to the Premier League. And if people say to me, did you play the game? No, I didn't play the game, but I was there with my head and I support them, you know. Yeah. And I think that was the uh, that was how you were, and I think that uh, Joe Allen was because Joe Allen was really a talented uh, player, big talent for for all of all midfielders, I think. <coughs> and um, uh, but no, 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 I didn't feel anything jealous. I think moments. there was a, a competitive. You know, we all wanted to play. Yes, of course. But as you normal. said, there was room for three. The start of that pre- that preseason before the championship, I remember we did um, fitness tests in the university. Yeah, I don't know if you do. You remember doing it on the? Yeah, I was really may- bad. Maybe Roberto left you in Holland. I don't know. But the VO2 max test on the on yeah. the treadmill. And do you know what I remember? I was not there. I, I, <laughs> I was not there. There you go. So I, you know, whatever other midfield players would have got, but Darren Prattley was on it just before me. So he was a midfielding. You know, his his personality. He <laughs> always used to like to tell people that he was playing whether it was his own insecurity or whatever, yeah. you know, he was he was quite loud with it. Yeah. And he went on this VO2 max test <coughs> where the treadmill goes quicker and quicker every minute or two minutes and it gets steeper and steeper and he got he got up to 11 minutes mm. and then he steps off. How fit was, was Pratt? Amazing. So fit. Yeah. So he steps off after 11 minutes and he's, you know, just rubbing his shoulders and thinking, Phew, 
right then, what's next? Or <laughs> I'm going to go for some food or chill out for the rest of the day. I jump on then. And all that was in my mind was to beat Darren Prattley. Yeah. Right? So I'm running like crazy. These long legs are everywhere. <laughs> arms and legs. And I got, to, oxygen mask. I got to 11 minutes and two seconds, knowing I've, I've beaten him, and then collapsed. And I had to step outside and I was throwing up. And then I was in the fit group for the rest of the pre-season. Yeah. So with guys like Darren Prattley, like miles behind them, it was competitive, but, yeah. you know, and, and you need that as well, don't you? And yes, of course. What, what about the trip to Spain, pre-season? Miles behind them, man, to my friends. You were not miles behind them, seriously. I was in pre-season, <laughs> in the runs. Oh, yes, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's I what, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, 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 yeah. Up. But um, the pre-season, we went <clears> to Spain. I want to know if you remember this game, because this is the one game where I, I played against, I think, my toughest opposition. Espanol. We played against Espanol, good team. But then I think the fourth game in maybe five, maybe fourth game in five or six days. Yeah, we played against Barcelona. <laughs> Barcelona B, right? <laughs> five five, three three it was. Oh three three. It's and five, I think five. you played with me in the yeah. first half. Yes, I know. And we played against Tiago, yeah. who oh. plays for Bayern Munich now. Barcelona at the time, obviously. Yeah, sixteen years old. I have never felt that way on a football pitch in no. my life. No. We we were part of the team. We were three 0 yes, down after Acuna. half an hour. Yeah. I yeah. was getting nutmegged from 15 yards. <laughs> yes, I yeah? like yes. Every time he got the ball, he either nutmegs me or he gave me the eyes where he's looking this way yeah. and then he ends up passing that way. But by the time he's passed it, I'm on the other side of the uh, pitch yeah. chasing his eyeballs. Yes, yes. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, it was difficult, eh? And then Roberto changed the team at yeah. half-time yeah. and those boys came back and drew the game 3-3. Three, three. Yes, yes. I don't think we were too pleased, you know... There was that, not jealousy, oh. but we think, oh my God, yes. we look oh. stupid here. Yeah, that's what, that's what I say. And at, at that time, we look like, uh, how we look like in, the, in League One, yeah. yeah? Uh, how we look like in the League One, it was like, uh, then we play against, the Walsall. We the felt Walsall. like Walsall. We felt like Walsall, yeah, yeah. We felt like Walsall in, uh, in, in Barca. And we were standing there and it was tiki-taka. <laughs> Seriously, I was... Uh, Thiago was standing between us, I think. It was yeah? amazing. He was like moving everywhere. And he <laughs> saw on my arm, he saw on my arm, Thiago standing. Yeah. And he was not well known at the moment. I only know his father was Mazinho from Brazil. Yeah. And he was, so you, you, can, he was not, you cannot follow him. He was so quick. His feet, you, he was, you cannot take the ball off his feet. And I was thinking, oh my God, I'm so old. That's what I think. I was just 27. And it was the most difficult game. Uh, not difficult, it was like, ah, we can do nothing. Go go home, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a different, different league. And there were more big players now. Some guys from Valencia were also in the team. Yeah. Really good team. The, and Roberto was furious, wasn't he? Yes. Half time because yes. he wanted to go to Barcelona and put on a show. Yeah. And he felt embarrassed. Yeah. And he was so angry. I don't think I've ever seen him like no, that. No, amazing, man. So, Jordi Gomez also. It was you, me, and Jordi yeah. Gomez in yeah. the midfield three. Yes, yes. And well, second half, the second half was a physical <coughs> game. That's why we, we win because at that moment, the worst players from Swansea came on the pitch to kick. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the game became physical, tactical, and then more adult. And then you know, we drew, of course. So, the, the happiest person, the happiest midfield player that night was Leon Britton because he was sitting in the, in the stand, he was having a rest. Oh, yeah, sitting yeah. next to Lionel Messi, watching the game, yeah, 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 watching us. <clears throat> embarrass ourselves so 
Yes, it was, was a it? lesson. It was a big lesson. And me, yeah, serious. I knew what that, that it, I knew that it was gonna happen. But no, it was uh, it was different class, man. The, the guys were. And even if you kick them, they stand up. <laughs> no, no pain. Yeah. Huh? Bastards. Yeah, but all small boys. <laughs> they do ping, 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 ping. He didn't. You cannot follow them. Yes, it was. The, and also the game. Eh, before that, again, Espanol. I was standing because of my favorite player when I was young, De La Peña. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, so brilliant. He was a bold guy and I was thinking, oh my God. And he was still, he was older than me at the time. Eh? But he was a really, really good player. And uh, uh, there was a really good game. It was uh, 37 degrees outside in Loretta Mar. And uh, we, sweat, I, we lost <laughs> weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the First half. After the first half, we, we, before the game, we need to stand on the, on the weight. Yeah, weight ourselves, yeah. I was uh, 81 uh, kilogram, and uh, in the halftime, I was uh, 90, uh, uh, 78. Yeah. So, three kilogram uh, in 45 minutes, sweating. And uh, hydra- we used to have hydration testing, we used to yes. piss yeah. in the cup yes. to test the color. Yes, saliva. Honestly, after that game, Espanol, going back to the hotel room, and uh, we had to do a hydration test. Yes, but, yeah. I, my piss was brown. Yes. It was like syrup, yes. you know. We, yes. we were so dehydrated <laughs> yes. from playing in that heat. It was incredible. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yes, it was because at that time, they say you need to drink. And I, Doris and me were drinking a lot of water. <laughs> and we get ill of the water. Yeah. We get too much water. And, uh, and then I get really sick at that time. But it was a lesson, eh? Yeah, yeah, it was. We go back, start that season. Or we talk about the start of that season, championship. Surely you've never, that, that's got to be the best period of your, your career, yeah. playing-wise, the influence that you had on the team, passing, scoring, what, what do you remember? Um, <clears throat> just, uh, just to feel uh, yourself confident, focus on football and uh, uh, you know, give, give the confidence uh, that you had. And uh, yes, uh, I had a big influence at the, at the games, of course. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I I changed games like uh, uh, normally a lost game in Preston uh, because of two moments of brilliant things of me. I can say. Yeah. The rest was not good, but one shot was a good goal. Was not the. It was just a shot on on target. Yeah. But it was difficult enough to get him on target. And he was a little bit wobbly, like Cruz. Yeah. And it was, was a goal. The, the game was really tough eh, until we scored. And then the second half, I had a, the nicest pass ever uh, on Jordi Gomez when he came to a penalty. Yeah. And because it was Bushy coming into the ball, and I was passing the ball hard on the, f- on the low with the inside of my feet from the halfway line towards uh, Jordi Gomez who coming from there. Through ball, and I saw coming in from the right. So the, the calculation was exactly if he hit it and then he got kicked. It was a penalty, yeah. and that scores the ball, and that was that was my that was a really good feeling. And those games we winning because of uh, uh, the quality of the game of of the players, I think. So yeah, it was it was a really nice a really nice goal. And Roberto came the next day. Everybody was talking about that goal, and I was only in my mind with that with that pass for me. The okay. goal was good, but the, the pass, pass the pass was really nice. I I re- still remember, and a lot of people didn't understand the pass, and uh, Jordi Gomez understand it. Because he keep running, 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 running. He knew he didn't have to wave to me. He knew he will get it. Yeah. And um, I had a few more pass, but that one is the only one who was on, on, on camera. And um, Roberto came to me. Uh, he said, "What do you think about the game?" Yeah. Very. What is the most 
memorable thing at the game. So what you think is the most memorable game at the thing at the game from the pass, and he showed the pass, the touch, and then the pass. He appreciated. He un- he understand it. So he said, uh, I think, and, and that little special treatment you get from him, yeah. that he say, uh, this out of this league, yeah. yeah. It, maybe he, I, 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 to be honest, I think he told everybody, was what hey, you're a good player. You think that because he gives everybody a good feeling. I do the same with me, with my youth players, if I have a talking to them. Everybody's, in, everybody's special, everybody's important. Even if you're on the bench, you are the most important player. Um, but uh, uh, he understands it. So it's really nice, uh, really nice. The way you're talking about that Preston goal makes me think that that's not your favorite goal. No. And that was another thing asked on Twitter. Someone wrote that um, he remembers the goal you scored against Sheffield Wednesday at home. Yeah. Uh, where maybe you cut across the ball or something. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a nice goal. Yeah, but it was also a nice goal. It was an, uh, the, the 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 goal where the most feeling is in myself is uh, yeah, Walsall at home, and for for the supporter is maybe the you know the hallway line or the, uh, the Sheffield Wednesday, but uh, I got two special goals. But the one is more special is against Walsall. It was like this. It was nil nil. We played uh, three games before, four games before we lost one and three three draws between it. And we needed to win at home, but it's never going to happen. It was rainy. Uh, Walsall was playing physical, ugly playing football, and it really didn't come through. And uh, at the, the 81 minute, uh, minute, I get a kick on my knee. Not a, nothing to do with my Christian ligament, but I just get a kick on my knee, on my bone. And uh, there was a piece of meat coming, <laughs> and my bone was there. Oh, I was really in pain. I thought I cannot play anymore because I was so tired of the games before and working hard and stuff. And I came down to the side and. Uh, I said to Evo, uh, I go off. So Evo did this to Roberto. And Roberto said, no, come here. So the physio wanted you to go off. Yeah, I said to Evo, Evo, I cannot go. Yeah, very try it. No, 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 I'm not going to go anymore. So Roberto came to me, halfway line, you know, half of uh, our game, uh, out of the game, the game keep going. Yeah. And he said, Ferry, I said, Gaffer, I cannot go anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm in pain, I'm tired. Ferry, just go on, make the winner, and I take you off. <laughs> And at that moment, he gave me that spirit to say, okay, I do it. So, referee, pop, came on and he limping the pitcher. And I knew, uh, uh, I remember uh, uh, Dennis Lawrence or yeah, Dennis Lawrence, I think, give me the ball and I make a scissor, you know, the, the, the movement, yeah. the Dutch scissor movement. A little step over. Yeah, step over. Came, the ball came out from my left, maybe five meters out of the 18 yard box. And I make a shot with my left feet, and he probably slaps in the goal so in a short corner, bam! And we one up. Yeah. And uh, at that moment, I was strong again. I was uh, get a boost of energy, and that was the most special goal I have had because there was, you did it for the team, you did it for the uh, Roberto, give me that inspiration. And at that time, it was too simple to say uh, step off, you know, go go for that simple way. And at that moment, uh, you start realizing, and thinking to myself, you know. You, you always can step do a step more yeah. pain is temporary <laughs> did he take you off after that no you didn't want to come no, off no you didn't want to come off Ferry are you okay he said yes I'm okay <laughs> okay good I take you off yeah, I'm funny you're joking eh? I said, no 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 <laughs> I not come <laughs> but no it's, that was it was a good game and, and, and the, my last goal for Swansea City was against uh, against uh, Norwich City away yeah uh, it was a really nice. I had, a, had a two, S, a two, two passes where I scored. Jay three scored. two, yeah. Yeah, three two. We, we two nil, two nil down. Uh-huh. Second half we started, and 
I had one pass at uh, James Cotton where he scores from, and the other one was a corner kick, partly uh, make a header. I remember. And the other one was a really nice one because Gauss get the ball from the left, he came inside. Jordi Gomez was standing on the 80 yard box with his back to the goal. And Jordi Gomez get the ball on the chest of Gauss. I was coming from there. But what Jordi Gomez did was quality. He stopped the ball. The other guy wanted to kick the ball away. He blocked his feet from the guy and he backflick it with me. And I shoot it and it was through the legs of the goalkeeper. And then I had a run of 60 meter, you know, and yeah. everybody was uh, celebrating. celebrating. Quality. You were there? Uh, do you know, I wasn't on the bench. I traveled all the way to Norwich and I was in the stand. So oh, yeah. I enjoyed watching. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> yes, the second half only. Yeah. No, but I know what you mean. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, everybody gets different feelings with games, of course. So what... From that moment, that, that was a really good goal because there was, uh, you know, there was came in out that it was a football goal. It was not standard situation, you know. A yeah. penalty is not a nice goal. The goal against Preston was a goal, uh, 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 was a bit of quality, in it, of course, but it was also a, a goal with um, a good luck, shoot the ball yeah. because I didn't point it to the top corner or something, you know, because it smacked into the above the head. It was a shitty goalkeeper, of course. Yeah. So uh, no, it was really nice. You mentioned um, you touched on Derby. Uh, how close did you come to joining Derby in that summer? Really close because I had a English agent. No, I had a Dutch agent, and my Dutch agent were yeah, working together with the English agent, SEM Sports. And I had a, a really strange situation. Uh, of course, I go to the UK, but I, I it looked like I tried to please my agents to go to another club because they were talking into me because there was big money involved. Yeah. The club will get big money and I was go on big money. And I think myself, oh, I go away somewhere where I have a really good time. Why I go away? I go to Derby County. It's not nearby London. It's just the worst area. It's not a really good area. Nottingham is a really nice city. Mm. But I didn't have a good feeling of the Paul Jewel. But I said, yeah, it's a good guy. But, you know, I didn't feel it. And uh, then I, at the moment, uh, okay, Ferry, I get a phone call. Ferry, we we're going to do a transfer request. Do you need to read it? I don't understand English reading, but uh, is it good to transfer request? He said, uh, yes. So this is your agent saying, we're going we're gonna to put this to Swansea. Yeah, yeah transfer, transfer request. I yeah. didn't know what it is. So what does it mean? Yeah, that makes you saying that you say that you're open for to go to Derby County. I said, of course I'm open, but I seriously want to say something in the press that I really love Swansea. Yes, it's going to be okay. Yeah. So I said, okay. But I had a automatically autograph, you know, that my agent used. Yeah. Uh, stupid of me, but if I'm up road, they can sign for me tough, you yeah. know, if they call me. Um, so they signed the transfer request. I didn't read it at all. And then Roberto called me, really disappointed. Ferry, what's what's happening? I said, uh, yes, I don't know Gaffer and... Uh, I was in Swansea at the time. He said, uh, yeah, you're giving the transfer request. Why? It's not you. I said, huh? Yeah, but Gaffa, I just want to go. And uh, seriously, uh, uh, I want to stay, but... He money. Ferry, money. Yes, he said, yeah. he, he said, Ferry, we meet up. Eh? So he picked me up and went for coffee to his house. Yeah. I was at his house. <laughs> and uh, he was nearby. He was, he was living in Pen Lagar and I was in Forsvach. Yeah. So uh, we speak there. And he's saying, uh, once Roberto gets you in your room, you yeah. know 
You yes. should have known when, yes. as soon as you went into his house, you yes. were not signing for um, Derby. Um, no, of course not. He said, "Put your shoes, put your shoes on, put your foot on the table. You know, do everything. You want to have food. You want coffee." Yeah. And they, that was was really good. He gives you a good feeling, of course. And yeah. you know, I know what you mean because he's the best speaker, yeah. you know, <laughs> to convince you. So what did he say to you? Yeah, he said to me, "Very." Uh, he said, uh, "You don't want to go. Definitely, you don't want to go. Uh, and you are a player. Just play first for the medals and then for the money." And I know it's 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 a big saying. It's diff- simple to say, but there was a was a thing we're saying. Yes, yeah, true. Of course, I want to play for the money, but you know, ma- is is that making you happy? You yeah. know, to buy a Rolex or not? Yeah, it doesn't make me happy. Uh, it's it's, it's uh, of course it's easy for you, but now um, uh, maybe play, play first for the medals and then for the money is maybe it's a too big thing. But no. I, uh, he gave me a good feeling saying very transfer request means I didn't know what it means and it was saying that I there was a situation coming up at, at Swansea that I was saying that the situation at Swansea is unworkable for me how do you call it uh, um, I'm frustrated yeah. I don't feel myself at home I don't like the club I don't like the city yeah. it was not true it's not it's, huh? is it me saying that yes very I said no I did. I, my agent called me and said very this is the transfer request I didn't know that it was what it mean, and I said no, I'm not going to do it then. At that moment, I, I promised him. I said no, I don't go. I'm, I'm so happy. I'm not going, Gaffer. Yeah. I'm so happy. I don't you like. S- you said to him there and then in his house. You've changed your yes, mind. Yes, yes. I said, uh, are you sure? I said, Gaffer, you don't have me sure, but no, I'm not going. I feel now a little bit screwed to, by the agents, and I don't have a good feeling with Derby County. I don't have a good feeling with the agent, with the manager. Uh, uh, you know, if I if I look to him into the, in, how he's in the press, I think I think he will kicked out after a few, couple of months, and he get kicked out after a couple of months, of yeah. course. But uh, no, uh, I'm, I was happy that I didn't do it, and uh, but that was the situation. I needed that thing, like you need to feel loved. Yes, and I needed also something because in my mind, ten percent just say yes, go. And the other ninety percent, the ten percent was for other people, and the ninety percent was for me staying here. And I choose for the ten percent for other people to go there. And uh, then I uh, then I get involved, and uh, that was a question: how the supporters react because they were really mad on me, yeah. uh, uh, me coming back, staying, and yeah, there were really bad things saying about me, and. After that, I, we play a game, a game against Neath. I didn't start because the, the gaffer wants me uh, playing in the last uh, half an hour. And uh, I had, did a warm-up for four, f- 15 minutes. And all the supporters were singing uh, my song, you know, Ferry Boulder, blah, 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 this and that. And, uh, and I scored a goal penalty in that game. Yeah. And it was nice, you know. Uh, everybody... All forgotten. All forgotten. Good. Never happened. And then you fast-forward to playing against Birmingham... I, I remember the time, I think it was about November time. Yeah. You had the first injury on your knee, yeah. crucial ligament gone. You know, you, you give me your thoughts on, on that being the start of, you know, the injury process for you. Was there, but before that, because of all the injuries, do, do you ever look back and think, if I would have signed for Derby, things would have been different or is there never mm, that thought? There's a different story about that, that one because we, we, we came six months later, yeah, of course. And uh, just one week before, before I get an invitation of the Dutch national team for a player in the championship, yeah. me. I was on the shadow list <coughs> yeah. of the Dutch national big team and I was really honored to be there. And uh, it was a, yeah, I was so proud. And there was a shadow B team yeah. of the Dutch team that 
be made. And I got an invitation that uh, the next coming, uh, the next week or something, week after or something, and she'd go there for uh, two training sessions with, with uh, the whole squad of the old Dutch. Really nice, really proud. A few days before, uh, before the game, two days before the game against Birmingham, uh, the club noticed me that Tottenham Hotspur, Redknapp, was uh, interested in uh, getting me there. And uh, want to do a bit in the in December, mm-hmm. and I was thinking, oh my God, I don't want to go, but it's really nice at Tottenham Hotspur, a club. Eh? Yeah. Never think by myself that could happen. Yeah. And uh, so that game, the game started off against Birmingham. It was a, I had a really you know confidence feeling, but uh, no, in the 35th minute, my knee collapsed, crack, and I was thinking, oh my God, you know, and I was not thinking about. Uh, not the thinking about the Dutch national team or the, the Tottenham Hotspur. I just thinking about what what do I gonna do straight away. I was thinking straight. I knew straight away it was not good mm. because I heard you hear sto- stories and from that moment, yeah, it was uh, my, my the injury uh, was a big impact in my ca- career. You know, it was, it was I think to be honest, it was ending on that moment. The beginning football of thing. the end. Yeah. Yes, and the way to. Uh, the way to the, the to to that injury, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. I think if if I if I have to regret something from the past is maybe the the the, the care about my body because I play all games. Um, I had a pulled muscle in my stomach. Yeah. I could not play for the last uh, I think uh, eight games or something, and I had 12 injections from uh, 250 milligram of uh, diclofenac uh, pulling every game just to have me playing. But everybody knows my weight. My weight was losing. I get a little bit tired, but still perform good. And every every game, uh, we we didn't make ourselves stronger. We always we have to recover, of course. So uh, you recover from the game, and normally you go work for yourself towards the game. But I could not do that because my I had a pulled muscle in my stomach. So I go on the cycle or in the pool, and then the next day next game coming another injection yeah. and I could go again and nobody did it on purpose to 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 you know to get my body killed because at that moment uh, I was thinking sometimes you know I was uh, adult and I need to say so stop now because I feel my body going weaker yeah. but you know you're hungry you want to go That's professional much. sport yeah. yeah so and I still remember the, the moment that Marcus Painter a week before against Southampton uh, get an injured I feel so sorry for him and it's uh, so if it happened to me, man, unbelievable. And I saw you talking with the uh, paints also, I think. And uh, so the next week was, was my turn. So that was thinking, so it's not good. No, I'm not a strong person in uh, rehab. Yeah. You, so as soon as you you see me come to, you know, as as the specialist, yeah, knee fucked up guy. Yeah. You knew as soon as the big guy was next to you saying. You'll be okay, Ferry. You oh, were in trouble. Oh, fucking hell, yes. You didn't want to see yeah, me that mm, night, did you? No, yeah, to be honest, you, I, uh, when I spoke with you and, you know, people who, uh, this is, you know, you, you've been through those things self and um, I didn't see you not coming back because you were a better rehab. Uh, you, you played nine years with your big injuries, eh? and I think you had a big, bigger injury than me. Uh, at the time, because I had only a cruciate ligament and a pulled, how do you call it? Cartilage. And you are, you had holes in your bone and, <laughs> and strange things, you know? So your body is changed. My body is is made new. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it was simpler for me to come back than you. And you made nine years through. So seriously, there's a, there's a big 
uh, I think it's a big, uh, uh, I said it, big thing where you can be proud of for yourself. And for me, I cannot be proud of myself how I rehab because I took the, the simple way to go back to Holland. Uh, I would train really good until the pitch. Yeah. I came back to the UK to Swansea, and we didn't have a physio. We had a physio from the hospital. Uh, the physio next to me cycling. I don't know. He's a really small guy, a bold high, bold guy. And he said uh, he was going. He was on the pitch. I was running circles on the pitch, and he was with a mountain bike next to me on the pitch. Right. And a lazy, lazy physio. And uh, they didn't work me really good. And my leg was really small. And I uh, didn't listen to myself again. And Paulo Suso called me quarter past 12 in the night. Of, nee, uh, Bruno Oliveira, assistant, called me. And uh, quarter past 12 in the night. Ferry, you're going to start tomorrow against Peterborough. Nah. And my knee goes again. You know? Yeah. And I think this is not good. If, even if an if a, if a, uh, assistant manager already called in the night, quarter past 12, you have to sleep. And he wake, wake me up. And I should even not sit on the bench. You know, at that time. You, because you weren't ready. No, of course not. I was so simply, I feel my knee wobbly like this and nobody believes me. And no, I think at that moment it was, uh, was a really bad time. It was the same knee that went the second time. Yeah, and the yeah. third time also. And the third time, so the yeah. other leg was okay. The other leg was perfect. Okay, so the third time was, had. I the think th- I'm right in saying you, you'd finished with Swansea, uh, contract had finished and then Brendan Rodgers brought you back. Uh, no, 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 no. I was uh, still there. Contracted. I was still on the contract, uh, on the con- on the contract with Brendan Rodgers. But the moment we get promoted from the Championship to the Premier League, I was at the end of the season out of contract. Okay. So the moment we were celebrating a party and having a medal next day, and the at the, how do you call that? At the council. Yeah, civil reception. Or yes. Yeah. Jenkins and Rodgers came to me. Me injured is not normal. I never come back. I had a feeling, and then. I, they came to be free. Uh, we, uh, you can, you, you, ha- you can get another year. I said, hey, thank you. I didn't expect at all. So another year, just to be involved in the Premier League. Mm, yeah. And the and at the moment, to to be honest, it went well to come back because I'm getting stronger, stronger, stronger. But the bad luck was uh, that I get a yeah a body against my right ne- leg and my right leg goes. So then at that moment it was finished. You. By the second time before playing against Peterborough, you said you weren't ready. Am I right in saying from, from speaking to people who, you know, had been training with you, by the third time under Brendan, you were ready? Because apparently you were looking back to, your, back to your best or close to it in training and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? I, was, I, was, I felt good. Yeah. And the only thing it was strange, I was more adult playing uh, smarter. I was, you know, I was like, so simple. But I was really shocked about the level of the training because it was really good because Fabio Borini, he was quick, yeah. 19 years old. He was different class, good player. Yeah, and uh, he was quick, strong, high jumping. And, uh, but I can play him, you know. Scott Sinclair at that moment was the biggest player at from our squad, you know, yeah. Scotty. And, um, and the, the way he talked to me about football, Scott Sinclair, he was asking me for advice kind of things, very. Uh, how we shoot that and can you eh, you know it was really good that's why I feel the, that I'm involved yeah. and, but, but it was uh, no it was uh, I, I was good I was fit seriously because he wanted to use me against West Bromwich and uh, I, know, I was yeah, he, he, you were going to play a reserve game yeah um, I started off playing against Arsenal I yeah. played four games before this was my fifth game 
in the reserves. Last one before getting back into the first team. Yes, and the, the, the target was to play eight games, but a game before I played, we get played against Hereford. And um, uh, that was already said to me, uh, hey, don't be long, you're going to start playing. So, okay, we start off. Eh? And uh, man, Rogers want to play me a lot of games because he don't want to get me, uh, he want to get me started a game and not come in as a substitute. I think, I think this is something I know because if you start, you come in, yeah, you, you come up with a level in the game yeah. because if you come up a substitution, everybody heart rate is on 120, yeah. you know, and from nil, from, from, from 60 uh, heart rate to 120 is difficult eh? and your body get a really big smack. But no, um, um, yeah, be, uh, I was prepared to, to, to play and uh, he came to me before the game and he said, Ferry, you're going to play 45 minutes because you are involved, uh, you're going to start against Westbourne away. So, eh? ah, thank you, good. Yeah. So one minute in the game against Arsenal, I feel strong, good warm up. Eh? And uh, we want to win Arsenal in the, in the stadium in London. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, then, the, then that injury came after one minute and yeah. I think, no. If someone is doing food on me, yeah, yeah? and uh, and uh, then my right knee, my crucial ligament went. Never thought it would happen. It's it's weird, the, you know, those sort of situations. I can um, I can certainly sympathise because the first I remember coming back from the the, the bigger surgery that I had with Swansea, uh, got injured under Kenny jacket. By the time I'd come back, Roberto was the manager, and this transformation had happened. And I think I'd been out for close to a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Came back, played a few reserve games. Uh, and then Roberto had said to me, this is going to be your last reserve game, playing against Yeovil, Yeovil away. And then you're going to be involved. I think it was Gillingham, maybe at Gillingham. home on the yeah, Friday yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, played that reserve game against Yeovil, went into a tackle and broke my ankle. So after a year and a half yeah. on my knee, and then you break your ankle. So It's just uh, it's the luck of the draw sometimes, my friend. Yes, because you get... Is it the way, is it maybe you think I'm thinking is it maybe you compromise a little bit with your legs or something yeah. you're gonna do difficult things who knows mate who knows but uh, I, I just see it it's it's a test isn't it it's a mental test that we are not lucky boys not lucky boys but but we are as well you know if you look I at know. it from a different different angle yeah but it wasn't over for you that that third injury and then finished football done um, it was my fourth one the third one was on my left one and the fourth one was on the right knee yeah, yeah. I finished yeah. and I came back to Oude de Haag yeah. I trained up there without the, inj- without the operation and uh, I trained and uh, I nearly had a co- uh, they were going to offer me a contract in uh, December and then uh, one stupid guy at my village in Holland asked me Ferry you want to come play uh, indoor football I said yes of course and I think ah, no, no problem so indoor football, I uh, kick the ball against the wall, come back, take it on my chest, yeah. and want to try to do a karate kid, uh, kick, you know, the the the, the crane and I got the bird uh, yeah, kick, yeah. and I did it, foop, and my knee, crack. I said no, <laughs> I said no, not happening, not again, and I was quiet. I said, uh, I go home. I was walking limping there. Uh, I was used to it. Yeah, job done. Yeah, finished. Yes. Uh, the, but of course, all your knee troubles. You finished playing football. You know it wasn't all over for you in terms of uh, disappointment. Yeah, you had some health issues. Yeah, a couple of years ago as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they talk about a black hole in in life. Eh? If you start playing football, 
Now the black hole, uh, I just now. I don't care about uh, football that is top playing football. I just say it because of um, I just say that I don't mind because of uh, I don't want to think about it. Yeah, uh, I didn't have always fun in life with football. Yeah, yeah? Uh, some parts in my life I think I do rather do something different. You know, because I never lived. Yeah, I didn't think about my body and stuff and things like that uh, in, in the football when I was young and older. It just was just a natural thing that I like to play football. I don't watch any games. I just watch games. For example, if I watch a game, it is Swansea or Dutch national team or Ado Den Haag. I'm not going to watch uh, Burnley against uh, Sheffield United or something, you know. But uh, strange uh, comparing, Matt. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, no, it's... Uh, it's like, you know, you try to get, you try to get something new in life, yeah, and yeah, you, you yeah, you 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 cannot find a way that that you get pleased, you know. You when you are a football player, you have a lot of pressure on your shoulders to to do right and to do good, if you care. If you don't care, you I think you're better off. I think, uh, but uh, um, the adrenaline that you have in your body that you get from a game or preparing for a game is uh, you can't get that back. Can you? you get it back with nothing, and I need to find a thing that something like that and it didn't work out I tried to do everything yeah. everything train there play there do this uh, um, I don't know maybe something still searching mate I'm, I'm, I, I find it now mm. yeah I find it uh, but uh, it's still difficult and I get uh, at the time when I was into the induced uh, coma thing uh, you know people ask me how are you I'm good but I was not good. I don't feel good, you know. So you had problems with your problems with your lung pneumonia. Yeah. yeah. Ended up in hospital. Yeah. And close to saying farewell to the world. Yes, yes. And that I didn't bad, care. Yeah. I didn't care at that moment because I was so ill. Yeah. I think, oh my God, I'm going to have rest. I was so tired. I was so tired. But my boys were standing by me, yeah. my little boys. And my family, my brother, uh, my father, my sister, my, uh, my, my, my girlfriend at the time. And... Just family, and it was really strange because at that moment I did not notice that it could be the end. And I saw people around my bed, like, huh? I'm not gonna die. I thought by myself in my head. But if, if I realized before this is a moment to die, maybe uh, I think, uh, uh, I think, uh, I don't know that I was, should be scared. But now I realized something is gonna happen because I said to the doctor, Can everybody go out because I want to speak? So then I asked him. You know, do I gonna die? He said, it's gonna be okay. I said, huh? Was, okay. it, was it Roberto? I, I think so. I thought, Sounded yeah, like Roberto. It's gonna be okay. Fantastic. Don't take it for granted. Yeah. No, but he <coughs> he said it's gonna be okay, and uh, you're gonna go to sleep, and we will work hard to get you better. We will work hard to get. But he didn't give me a hundred percent. How do you call that? Hundred um, percent commitment to say, hey, I'm gonna make you better. So. Uh, Nou ja, at the end I woke up and uh, I asked for apple juice when I wake up yeah. after uh, five days. And uh, uh, I, did, I could not move and stuff, you know. It, was, it, was, it looked like if I was paralyzed, on the, like this. And uh, nah, then I saw my children, I saw family stuff and things. And uh, you need to work out to come back. You were really weak, weak eh, at the time. And then, uh, then this, the physical thing is... is uh, uh, the physical thing is not the worst, but uh, 
Uh, the, the emotional thing is the worst because yeah. I didn't care about myself at the time to say from oh I feel so sorry for my sorry no feel so sorry for myself but it was the pain that uh, that first of all my children had you know they they uh, they were thinking I lose my father but also my family you know thinking about, hey what's gonna happen you know how and uh, that 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 hurts me because yeah the, yeah. And from that moment, I've, I've been a little bit different, a uh, different, uh, different person. Okay. Yeah. So we'll wrap this up. You're here back in Swansea to watch the game against Man City. Do you watch Swansea regular? What's, what's, your, what's your feelings and thoughts on yeah. the team? I watch uh, Swansea uh, regular, yes. I always watch uh, Match of the Day. But Swansea's, late, lately, Swansea always sh- show the last. Yeah. Only a highlight of three minutes. <laughs> late nights. Yeah, late nights. Oh, uh, Swansea's coming up next, but no, that's stupid. I say it's just a little bit fun, but uh, now they have to do better, of course, you know. And uh, but uh, I think it was a good start uh, last week that they uh, that they had a win because there was a little bit passion back coming in. I think because the goal of Boney was uh, was a smasher, eh? so, and they saw the emotion that came up from the from the players and the manager and the, and the supporters. It feels like, uh, how do you call it, uh, togetherness again. So yeah. hopefully they get a point uh, or maybe three. Eh? Don't against Man City. Against Man City, I promise. I did something will happen. Something will happen tonight. If not, I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What What would you give to be out on that pitch? Sorry. What would you give to be out on that pitch playing? Um, or have you left that part of you behind? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't. I don't mention myself on the on the pitch anymore. And. Because uh, there's no bitterness, there's no resentment. Thinking, oh, no. you know I what it is? You know what it is? You can wish it because it's never gonna happen. Same as a yellow card. If you get a yellow or a red card, you can shout to the referee. He's not gonna turn it back. He, maybe at the end, but he's not gonna turn it back straight away. Well, I could also say, you know, after a red card, the manager's gonna fine you two weeks' wages. Yeah. You know, you have to accept it. There's no way of changing that. No. But you've proven that you, you can change that. It is. It is. But that are no rules or in the law. You know what it is? <laughs> there is no committee of saying you have to have two week wages fine. You know. And uh, the people make rules, but people can also make rules to take it back. Yeah. And yeah, just uh, as you say, if you think about me playing tonight in that game, uh, if this all not not happen, and I was playing there, I take it for granted. You know you what I mean? You can't take it for granted. You, ta- really. you know, you can't take it for granted. You know? You're a product of your environment. Yes, you're a product. <laughs> As referred to, you yes. all the, the environment, boys. Yes, just love to play the ball. Play for the medals and not for the money. Yeah. The money will come. The money will come. It's easy yeah. for you to say. You're yes. driving around. So unbelievable. Them. Snake boots. <laughs> uh, yellow snake boots. Yeah. A Q7. Uh, very. It's been yeah. an absolute pleasure, mate. It's good yeah. to see you. It's nice. good to catch up. Um, next time we'll do it. I'll fly over to, to Holland to see you. Have a little holiday. I hope so. I hope so. Or maybe I come back again or stay here. You never know. You never know. Coaching-wise, do you ever think you could come back to Swansea? Coaching-wise, to be honest, is a big talent. I have a big talent in coaching. Yeah. Yeah, I have a real good... Uh, I, 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 I have... I grab a, a lot of... From a lot of manager I had, a bit of... A, lo- a big bit of uh, Martinez, a little bit of uh, Sousa, you know, about the tactical thing, yeah, shadowing. And Brandon Rogers, I get all the best pieces of the managers, and you don't, you can say it's my way. No, it's just the way of uh, uh, 
yeah th that you that you like it but you don't have to be proud to say i take pieces of everybody to be a uh, to be a manager so well, would, would you come back to swansea are definitely you, uh, yeah definitely if if even a u team or something else doesn't matter uh, I, I will come here definitely back if if uh, but you know what it is i'm not gonna ask you know and uh, i showed in holland uh, with the u teams that um that i can prove my thing with what kind of level i uh, i can get players up with a good feeling not playing players up with a lot of pressure because i don't like the pressure you have to you have to have to no you play when you when you're fun you have a result so anyone listening who please maybe has a way of speaking to Hugh jenkins and Hugh the jenkins. guys get this dutch crazy man back it is even if it is linesman <laughs> or water boy Good man, Ferry. Okay. Thanks a lot, mate. You too, man. Job done. Another one in the record books. Thank you for listening. I did tell you it was a good one. And if you didn't enjoy it, please feel free to unsubscribe. You're not welcome anymore. Because the honesty, the, the insight into Swansea and, and football by Ferry is... is uh, I think it's an amazing thing. So thanks to him. Thanks again to the Casalamari Italiano for their hospitality. Big thanks to the Mumbles just for being here. It's been a wonderful backdrop and setting for the whole thing. Um, a little message for the Swansea hierarchy. If they're listening or if somebody listens who has got their ear, even though I think they've got bigger fish to fry at the moment with Paul Clement leaving the club. Ferry Bordeaux wants to come back and he would come back tomorrow if the opportunity was there to coach the youth team any level and I think it'd be a, it'd be a travesty really not to, to take advantage of that fact that you've got a, a former club hero that wants to come back, wants to work, wants to give something back uh, so we'll see how that plays out in the next few months. Um, this is going to be the last one before Christmas, definitely. Going to be the last one of the new year as well. I know, how sad. Sorry about that. But we've got the ball rolling. Got 10 under the belt and hopefully much, much more to come in the new year. So please keep supporting, um, keep spreading the word. I think that's the, that's the big thing really. Not just with, with the big stars like Chris Gunter. Spread the word on all of them if you enjoy it. And. Uh, I will see you guys in the new year. Have an unbelievable Christmas. Have a brilliant new year. Thanks for downloading. See you soon.